Actually, so much has happened, though. Yeah. We even said that in the last episode, too. We did? Mm-hmm. Can't remember. there's going to be a bunch of change because we... Oh, yeah, because a lot was finishing up. Yes. So, we're back. We're here. We finished our season. Yeah, we're fresh off a of season. It's summer. It's summer. It's summer. <laughs> summer. Summer. <laughs> um, yeah, we both It's the reunion. It's the reunion episode. <laughs> we're here to spill the tea. Yeah. And fight. Speaking <laughs> of tea. She's drinking again. My first sip of alcohol in a month will be on the podcast with you guys. All right, let me try it. Here she goes. Ooh, nice and fresh. <laughs> I have you feel a like coursing through high noon. <laughs> Whoa, I'm feeling tipsy. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a high noon pineapple flavor with me here today. How do you explain why you haven't been drinking? Uh, I don't think so. I was on a um, prescription anti-inflammatory for the past month to keep my ankle from completely blowing up because although, like, it hasn't been hurting, it would just swell up a ton. So this anti-inflammatory I was on was called Meloxicam, and it's dangerous to drink on. So I haven't touched alcohol at all. But she's back. Yeah, but I'm back in just in time for the gala. And our dear friend's 21st birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Miss Corinne. Shout out to Corinne. Happy yeah. birthday. This is your birthday episode, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this will be coming out the day after your birthday, so. Cheers. Here, I'll do a cheers. I'm sipping a ginger lemon kombucha. Cheers. Clank, clank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where should we begin? I want to know about your weekend. Your parents were here. Yeah, my parents came all the way from Indiana, from the cornfields of Indiana. <laughs> Just kidding. They would hate that if I said that. <laughs> um, and we love the show. It was their first time seeing me do anything but Nutcracker out here. Um, They'll tell us what you did. Well, I guess they've talked about what you did. Yeah. So they saw me do Concerto Barocco. Um, and it was cool because... Uh, Saturday night, the night they came to, was a year for my surgery. So it was, like, really full circle. They saw me go through all of this, obviously. So I think it was, like, cool for them to be there for that, too. Um, And then we went out, and they fed me, <laughs> which was so nice. And then Where'd I did... You go? Um, we went to this, like, place I've never been before. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I thought called. they were going to go to Bayberry. No. So we just went for, like, a late night bite, and I just got, like, um, a Caesar salad with steak on it. Nice. <laughs> and then, um, last night after the matinee show, 
We went to Newport, Rhode Island, which is right off the water. It's beautiful, and we had a hotel there. We ate at this really nice seafood restaurant called The Mooring um, in this, like, covered patio area. So we're, like, right off um, Mm -hmm. the wharf where they dock the boats Um, and had a really good meal. And then... No, actually, this oh, is my first drink. drink. Right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, needed to, like, let my body detox off the medicine because it's, like, again, really dangerous. Don't drink on it. I have done it before and it ended badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, it was raining so hard. Like, we were like, are we about to, like, have a hurricane while we're here? Oh, my gosh, no. Yesterday in the... Wait, was it yesterday? It yes- rained really hard yesterday, yeah. Why am I... Because yesterday was long. Yesterday was super long. I went thrifting. Oh my gosh. Can you talk about your day? But we had, we were getting out of the car at Seven uh-huh. Stars and my boyfriend, the gentleman that he is, grabs an umbrella from the back and says, wait here. Oh, he came he around and out. opened the door. Yeah, you got the umbrella. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he's a proper gentleman. And he yes. opened the door for me. But like, as soon as we were getting out of the car, it was a torrential downpour. It was yeah, insane. It was like that in Newport, like scary. Obviously, probably worse because right by the, you know, water. Yeah. And my dad was, like, for a minute, he said he woke up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, and he was, like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) is there a hurricane? Because we were on, it's called, like, I want to say it right, a quidneck. Yeah. A quidneck, yes. A quidneck. Yes. Okay. (laughs) A quidneck. Did you get oysters? Yeah. I got oysters from a quidneck. Those are my And right off Newport Bay. So good. We went to a restaurant a while ago in whatever Graham's hometown is, and we had a selection of oysters because... Uh, did I tell you about the R rule? You don't eat oysters in months without the letter R in them. Huh? So essentially just June and July, pretty much. You shouldn't eat May, oysters? May, June, and July, you shouldn't eat oysters. Why? There's, they're not seeds. That's an unspoken rule that comes from... New England people know this. Graham's... Family. Uncle. I don't know. Somewhere up in the family tree, this was passed down. And I think it's just like they're overdone in the summer or something like that. I'm not sure exactly, but you're not supposed to eat them in the summer. Well, these ones were amazing. They were really fresh. We had a selection of Aquidnik, something else, and like Narragansett. And Mm -hmm. the Aquidnik ones were my favorite. They were like little sweet and salty. Yeah. So I got um, two Aquidnik and to um newport bay so like the, right outside the window basically yeah they just put their hand in the water and they scoop yeah exactly um <laughs> and the newport one newport bay ones were my favorite but we stayed on this like little like i guess they call it an island but it's basically like the land like tapers a little bit mm-hmm. almost like a neck mm-hmm. and our hotel was like on that and then one side where there were like ponds and then the other side's the ocean mm-hmm. and oh, so like, we're on barely any ponds. Is that where they get oysters in, like, little ponds off the middle? I don't know. Either. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're, like, two little ponds. And then... But we were, like, on a tiny piece of land. So, my dad was, like... My dad was, like, wait a second. Water on the side. Water on this side. Like, this could be bad. But uh, it <laughs> oh, was fine. Rain. Yeah. And today, it was sunny, but super windy. So, we did, like, the ocean drive, which mm-hmm. is gorgeous. And we, like, tried to sit outside, but it was so windy. Yeah, it was maybe down here, too. We, like, tried to take a selfie. It, like, was so ridiculous. (laughs) But it was fun because I'm the oldest of 
three. Mm-hmm. So I like never ever spent time with just my parents. That was actually the first time I think I was telling Juliana I've ever just hung out with them. I'm used to having my siblings around. Um, and it was nice because there was no fighting. <laughs> I avoid confrontation. I don't like fighting. And my brothers are all constantly causing some sort of problem. Ruckus. Yeah, and I'm used to just sitting there and silently, like, taking it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to do any of that, so nice. that was kind of nice. I feel like it's a weird feeling to get your, your parents to yourself. Over COVID, when I had just my mom and my dad... I mean, I, it was nice having my sister there because we would, like, do some... We would we binge the whole Marvel Universe, all of those movies together, and we did it every single day. Aww. Like, I'd wake up and do, like, whatever I was feeling for ballet in my little makeshift studio. And then we would, like, make food together and then just watch Marvel movies. That's so fun. It was really fun. I mean, was, you were also, like, probably so tired of the pandemic. Or was this the early days of the pandemic? This was, like, middle. Okay. Like, I was... Yeah. This It was kind of, like... It was nice, but it felt like a lazy, you know, piece of ours. Yeah. So I was just watching TV and burning my brain cells every day. But there was nothing else to do. You couldn't yeah. go outside. You couldn't go places. Yeah. At that point. So, um, but like having just your parents to yourself is an interesting dynamic. Because then your sister comes back and then all of a sudden you just share the attention, which can be nice because then all of a sudden there's less pressure on you yeah. <laughs> to do stuff or whatever. But, um. It's an interesting dynamic when you get a little bit of time away from the rents or time away from the other siblings. Yeah, the other siblings. Not to talk shit. Michaela, I love you if you're listening. Yeah, like I miss my siblings and we actually um, called my little brother because he had prom Saturday oh. night. So he was like telling us for our prom and it was really fun to listen to him. Like he's just a character. He's an absolute character. And I was like cracking up listening <laughs> to him talk. He wasn't trying to be funny though. That's the thing. Like I was just like, him. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. You also, they came to the show, and I spoke to them just a teeny bit, but you look like a 50-50 perfect combination of your parents. Like, when they were at the hospital, and you were a baby, there was no, like, is that mine? Like, do you know what I mean? There was no doubt that you are their child. That's funny. You have, like, the same, like, structural aspects of your face, Mm -hmm. of your face as your dad, but then your mom, you have, like, the same coloring. Yeah. And then, like... Eyes, 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 yeah, eyes or something, yeah. Yes. I don't think, I I mean, I know my parents' daughter, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, not as apparent because of my hair color. I haven't met your dad in person. I look a lot more like my dad than I, well. But from photos, I can see the similarities of you and your dad. Yeah. And in person, it, yeah, with your hair color, it can be hard because your sister having dark hair, like, I see your sister and your mom, like, they I look, see their, it. Their baby pictures are, like... Identical. Identical, yeah. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But I can tell you're related to them still. Like, you you and your sister do definitely look alike mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I think when we're together, we, we have a similarities. Mm-hmm. Anyway. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. We... It's been pretty, pretty chill. It was only... I, mean, I feel like our rehearsal schedule was... There was a lot of breaks. There were a lot of, like, two and a half hour, mm-hmm. come back to the theater for this time, like, sporadically. So I took a lot of naps. I'm oh, still taking nice. a lot of naps. Good for you. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm turning into a napper. I've been <laughs> I've been pretty consistent with my naps, like, almost daily. I took a nap today. 
Nice. Not long enough, honestly, though. <laughs> I um, have been taking little naps with Avi, my roommate Grace's cat. He, like, curls. Today, he curled up in my sweatshirt. Aww. I, like, opened it up so he could come in, and he, he snuggled up, and he put his little face right where the, the neck of the Wait, sweatshirt Wait, that's really cute. It definitely makes napping a little bit easier, because you have a little warm, furry body mm-hmm. that you can snuggle up with. But, yeah, we had the cast party, which, unfortunately, Rachel could not attend. Yeah. Which, I was a little bummed about it, but it's okay. I was very bummed at first, because it was almost like you and Rachel couldn't go, and I was like, oh. Me and Alex. Yeah, oh, sorry, you and Alex. I was like, me and me. Sorry, sorry. You and Alex couldn't go, but then, I mean, Alex was able to show up and um, cause chaos. Up, it ended up being pretty lit. It was really fun. We started the night maybe an unconventional way with charades, but it's called salad bowl charades. So you have, we, I like, I wrote down probably like 10 of the words and then mm-hmm. I gave the pen and a piece of paper to like a bunch of other people. I'm like, just write something random. It could be like fun. It could be dirty, whatever. It could yeah. be somewhere in the middle. Um, but I wrote down a few like George Balanchine <laughs> yeah. and then I wrote, um, first violin. Uh-huh. Which is one of the leads in Concerto Barocco. And then, can, what is it? Concerto Baroque, my... Oh, we're saying Concerno Barocco or Concerto Baroque, my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I put, like, first violin. I put... Somebody put, like, backstroke. It was pretty random. Mm-hmm. Somebody put eggs. Shout out to Grace. The first, the first, okay, let me get back to the explanation mm-hmm. and then I'll give my shout out to Grace. Um, so the first round, you, you use up all that that's in the bowl mm-hmm. and you go from two teams and you can use any words except for the words that are on the piece of paper. And then the second round is simply charades. So once you use up all of the, oh, sorry. And each team has a minute to speak to their team mm-hmm. and have them guess. So you just try to get through as many as you can. You switch to the next team back and forth until the bowl is empty. Second round is just charades, so no words. And then the third round, you use the same um, bowl of words. The third round is just one word. So you kind of, yeah, like, yeah. start to get to know the cards. Yeah. Um, so the first round, a few funny things happened. Shout out to Grace. I'm going to continue my story. <laughs> she got eggs, and she goes, you talked about it on your podcast. It's ah, a safe food. And I, was yeah. like, and I look over at everybody, and I was like, who was listening? <laughs> I think Corinne got it, and Corinne was like, it's eggs. <laughs> Perfect. But Graham freaking got up there, and for the charade section, he starts doing little hops. Like little hops for Concerto Barocco, and they got it. Oh! <laughs> Shut he up. Did the, he did, as you know, in Concerto Barocco. Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> I wish I was there for that. He starts doing the, the what are those called? The hops on point hops on in point. fifth position. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Whatever. He started doing those, and they're like, "Get your about George Balanchine." And then something else happened the round before, where I think somebody the the word was first arabesque, uh-huh. and she was trying to explain it, and somehow Graham was the first one to get it. Like, first arabesque. And I look around, and I was like, what the hell? How is he the only one that got this? A room full of dancers. No way. And I was like, I think, I think we've converted him. <laughs> I think we've done it. That's so funny. Oh, my God. So he definitely proved, proven, proven, pro, prof. He proved himself. Proved he proved himself. himself. <laughs> he proved himself. Um, as to be a, a ballerina boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. There are a few funny other moments, but 
the charades. That's a really good game to play. Yeah, it we was, played it over Easter too. It's so fun. Yeah, and like how you the fact that you can just write them in mm-hmm. and write whatever because it can be like more like inside joke type. Mm-hmm. There were a few <laughs> really really hilarious ones that may not be repeated on the podcast, but um, <laughs> that was really fun. That was a fun opener, and everybody was down for it, which was awesome. We did that, and then Tara's boyfriend, he's a DJ. Shout out. Shout out. His <laughs> DJ Tara. name. DJ Dak. Dak, is that what it is? I think it's, yeah, D-A-K. Perfect. If you're in the Boston area and you need a DJ for your parties or your wedding or something, that's your guy. It was great. It was so funny. Um, at a certain point, Tara got on the the tables or something like that and she like totally fucked up <laughs> she messed up the bass drop or something like that. <laughs> i have a video of it and then D- uh dj dak steps in and fixed it for her <laughs> it was perfect though he it saved really the fun. day yeah it was nice to see like like our local grandmas like um audrey and annalisa our college girlies they're yeah. usually like first in first out yeah annalisa showed up at 8 10 which is when the start the party started uh-huh and then Audrey showed up literally a minute later. <laughs> and they were there first. And they're like, we, the party was supposed to start at 8. But, like, you know there's an unspoken rule that you don't you show don't up. You don't show up on time. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, not what you do. Um, but, of course, they're there early. They're like, yeah. I was told we're supposed to be here. And I'm like, good for you guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Have a seat, Grandma. And then uh, they ended up dancing the whole time. They were killing it on the dance floor. Oh, my god! It was awesome. It made me really happy to see her and her fiancé. They were dancing together. That's adorable. Because DJ Dak is going to DJ their wedding. No way. So this is like a, a trial. Oh, round. wait. Yes, I did know that. I did know that. But he did a great job. It was really fun. And then yeah, Emma. his bosses were there. <laughs> his, yeah. His future <laughs> employers. His future, yeah. Um, the, Emma brought superlatives for the company. Oh, I was wondering who did that. Okay. Yeah. And so she, like, had us go around and, like, vote. And there were, some of them were, like, what was one? One was, like, most likely to show up late. <laughs> there was most likely to be singing all the time. Mm-hmm. And that obviously went to Fiona. Um, what was there? Uh, most likely to ask for a ride, something uh-huh. like that. There was most likely to drink, which... Our only one of our only underage friends got, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Um, most likely to smoke, like those kind of things. Uh-huh. I won one, of course. Well, what did you win, Julia? Well, okay, I'll, I'll have you know I was in the running for three. Oh, because I looked at the book before. Most popular, yeah, yeah. I was in the running. Oh, most chaotic went to Tara, of course. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the ones she won, and then the other one that she and I were both in the running for was like most likely to crack a joke. And I was yeah. like, I don't even know how I got on this one. Like, I it's could, definitely, no, I see that. I mean, but, like, compared to Tara, she's, like, only ever doing memes yeah. at work. Yeah. Um, so she got that one. But then there's one that's, like, the gatekeeper instead of, like, the gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah. And the only two names that were written down were me and Quay. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, there was no. Alex, there are plenty of other gays in the company yeah. to choose from. No, but that is you. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I can't believe that only two names written down. That's a great superlative. Yeah. Keep that in your in your um back pocket. Yeah, that was Folks. that was pretty hilarious. But I was, I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing that it was only me and Clay's name written down. But I won biggest cheerleader. Oh, that's a sweet one. Yeah. When Emma gave it to me, I was like, she was kind of like, I wasn't give an acceptance speech. I did not stand up and give an acceptance speech, but I got little pom poms. That was the prize. She went to the dollar store and got prizes for everybody. Oh, that is so, so cute. Yeah. 
I missed a good cast party. Yeah. It was fun. And it wasn't that like... That was the first one I missed, so... Yeah. The most important one, arguably. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun to, like, host it. And I, like, capped it at 1130. I was like, mm-hmm. it's Sunday night. We have neighbors. People have to work tomorrow. Let's go yeah. <laughs> And I was done by that point. You, like, put closing time. People were singing. <laughs> Grandma's like, closing time. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It was really fun. It was nice to get everybody together. And giggle and make fun of each other and drink together. It was nice. Yeah. It was a nice event. And it wasn't like I feel too like crowded. the season ended without like no one was hating each other. Like I felt like we all We bet we like We stuck together. We weren't tired of each other. It wasn't no. about hating each other, yeah. but like last season there was a lot of just like drama and people were just kind of exhausted of all of it. Mm-hmm. Like that was the like it just I remember it had like a I bad taste in my about mouth. That. Yeah. Oh, because you were gone. That's yeah, right. and that's like exactly what I heard from everyone. Mm-hmm. I like the morale is so low. And it wasn't like that for this. No. And it and like there's still like a fair amount of drama that happened in mm-hmm. this last show, but as there is with every show and every company. But yeah. the way this one ended was still really nice. I and we have like our people were like still like cheering each other on and building each other up until like the final bow. Yeah, for sure. And we and it was also a great program. Yeah. I have to really say. Was. Like it was an easy one to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Lots of people featured. Mm-hmm. More or less, but lots of lots of like good vibes in general. Yeah. And we have our, our gala that happens in a few days. Mm-hmm. So we shall be sporting our own gala looks. Yeah, we'll post we'll post them on the um Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. What do you even do you have your outfit? Oh yeah. We shopped together. Yeah, I don't know what shoes I'm wearing with my dress yeah. So I have to figure that out. But I don't really want to spend money on shoes, so I need to like either put something together or go to Savers and get cheap shoes. I haven't like seen much at Savers. Well, you're a smaller size than me, so it might be different. I mean, honestly, do I really expect to be able to find, like... For what you want, you should just get a strappy heel. A really simple strappy heel. I have to look through my bag of heels. I honestly think you'll be able to find one because the dress you're wearing, which you will see, mm-hmm. is pretty gorgeous and, like, stands out on its own. I'm excited. Like, mine, so could, excited. mine could use, like, a statement shoe. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway. And also, I've been thinking about, like, hair and makeup, like, what I'm going to do for that. I yeah, don't know you yet. Do you don't know? Part of me wants to just do, like, a slick pony, like, a slick, chic pony with my dress. Because I, my dress is strapless. And, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's got enough going on in itself. Like, it's silver. It's got a little, like, sparkle to it that I don't think, like, my hair needs to do that much. But I was thinking, like... For some reason, it just really, like, is making me think, like, sleek hair look. Yeah, I think so, too. With, like, a good eye, good eye makeup. Like, cool smoky, eye makeup. Yeah, smoky, smoky and silver. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. Because I might change my mind when I put it on and I mess around with hair stuff. And, like, we're so used to wearing our hair slick. I think earrings so and necklace, though, for you. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do, like, No necklace. Stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, like tingly, like silver earrings. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? It's the theme, generally speaking, is like seventies ish. We so like kind of want to blow it out and do like big. Girls. We decided that was the theme because now there's no theme. No, it's still seventies like themed. Well, I'm spoiler alert. I'm DJing this event. DJ. I make. I'm putting DJ. Together. What would you be your DJ name? DJ Juge. I don't know. 
Uh, I was going to say that, but then I was like, maybe she already had something like cooking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. DJ Dak is pretty iconic. <laughs> DJ, DJ Juge, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what my DJ name would be either. Yeah, right. You totally have to think about it. No, I I seriously (laughs) don't. I should, though, because, like, you have to know this has been, like, a dream of mine, (laughs) and, like, you're stealing it. (laughs) Sorry. And, like, you were asked, and no one asked me. I Um, have to say, I do. I have my turntables in the basement. (laughs) I do have a full set in my room. I have been practicing in the off chance that. Someone asked you. (laughs) Um, But I spoke to the person who's organizing it, like, months ago about, like, oh, I love the 70s. Let me know. I'll put together a playlist. And she was like, all right, I'll talk to you about it. And she did. Oh, so it she – because I think she still wants it to be, like, 70s. But, like, the committee that's, like, putting it together kind of just, like, dropped the ball on the theme. But I think she just loved the theme. She's, like, still trying to champion it. Yeah, I have to ask It's the vibe I got. Because I don't know if she's expecting, like, transitions and stuff like that. Because I'm going to put together a playlist and put it on, like, you know how you can blend the songs? Like, that's all I'm doing. That's all I can. blend songs on on Spotify? Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. You can blend the end of them. Oh, my God. The next one. That's cool. Um, But she told me it's, like, maybe I won't spoil it. You have to tell me. Well, it's it's seventies and then like dancey songs. I don't know if she's expecting like dance yeah, dance like because dance dance revolution. <laughs> if she's expecting me to lead dance moves, I am going to be putting the hustle on there. So all you ballerinas, you have a day to prep the hustle. Learn the hustle. It's on YouTube. Oh my god, I need to talk about um our line dancing thing that me and some other dancers we got really into line dancing. Um, and this was what day? Last this Saturday? was last weekend. We went to this barn, like, 30 minutes away. It was, like, Middle of potentially nowhere. really sketchy. We got <laughs> scared. But when we got in there, it was, like, whoa. We were, like, blown into, like, the south, like, Texas. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, cowboy hats and boots. Yeah, but it was just so weird because we're in Rhode Island, and that's, like, no, not a vibe here. But, yeah, I realized then and there that... In America, you can always find um, a Western vibe. You can find the country. If you yeah. look hard enough, you'll know where to find If you us. look hard enough, sweetheart, you can <laughs> find the country anywhere in America. Okay? Um, so I wore my cargo boots and my big belt buckle, and we were like, we can line dance. Like, we're professional dancers. Like, we'll pick them up, obviously, like, as they're going. Mm-hmm. And these are not easy line dances. Mm-mm. So we struggled well, a lot. Like American up. like folk dancing. Like it's like they're dances that are known it's, across the country. Yeah, so basically at this barn they like have classes every night where they teach you sets of dances and then it builds and then on the weekend before like a few hours before like the real night begins, they go over the dances with you, you do a review class and oh then gosh. you do them. This is a week prep. Yeah, so then, and then those those classes, like, build on. So, like, that's that week, and then the next week they start with new ones. And so then throughout the night, these people of all ages, a lot of older people, they, like, really know them. And they're like, we're doing the hustle, puff, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, they have these little names for them to slip and slide, turn around. Like, and then they, like, play these songs. That slip and slide, turn around. They play these songs that are, like, just normal pop songs that you wouldn't even expect a line dance to be to. Mm-hmm. And they're like... And then, you know, you do the dance that, like, works with the tempo. 
But we had the time of our lives, and we were so excited because we're coming back with all of our friends. I'm like, we need a bus to bus our friends to the barn. <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're going next weekend, so. Yeah, we're planning on going this upcoming weekend. Zach's going to be here. Yeah, and I just want Zach to experience line dancing really bad. So we're going to bring everything, everyone, everyone we can who can fit in our car. Yeah. Make this thing happen. I'm excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be a fun week. We're going to do a lot of dancing. There was dancing last night. They'll be dancing on Thursday. And there shall be dancing. Well, we are dancers. And this is a dance podcast. This is a ballet podcast. We are open to all (laughs) styles of dance. Yeah. Even country swing. (laughs) Oh, not swing. Sorry. Line dance. But there's like partner line dancing too. So like, I didn't learn any of those though. (laughs) Um, Let's talk a little bit about the show. I feel like, I know I've been saying this to you, but, like, it's a big accomplishment for you. Yes, you did every single show of Concerto Barocco, 20 minutes on stage. Yeah. And I I like, I have to say, I like your shoes. I feel like they really, like, put you over. Mm -hmm. Because you've been struggling. Like, you, a couple months ago, you couldn't get it. Like, you you were barely doing fuetes. Yeah. And struggling with, like, the releve. Yeah, it's so true. Aspect. Yeah, I, I'm switched over again, guys. I know I've been keeping you updated, and I am truly what I thought I'd always be, a block girl. Now. Oh, my gosh. Which is what I truly identified with, other than, like, being a free girl, which... When? Back. Remember, back when I first started this point two journey, I was like, I just feel like maybe I could do blocks. Hmm. Like, I'd be okay switching to blocks. Do you like them best so far? Uh, Yeah, I really like those shoes I'm wearing right now. There's, like, a few, like, tiny things that I, like, would change if I could customize them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I would never go back to Freed's. I think if I got a great, like, if my ankle felt, like, amazing and, like, equal to the other one again. And then I got a great shoe contract where I had a lot of shoes and, like, it was easy for me to get the type I wanted. Mm-hmm. I could see myself going back to Freed's for sure. Nice. But they're the closest thing. Right I feel now. like they, like, really helped you get that extra, like, little tinge over your yeah. over your shoe. Because I feel like the suffix were good, but they would still kind of almost pull They're it back. They pull me back, yeah. But um, the blocks seem to be... Like, they break lower mm-hmm. towards your the ball of your foot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just thinking about how often I have been... I'll teach. Like, wait over the balls of your toes. What the hell does you that say mean? That to I see that all the time. And I have to correct myself all the time. I mean, the balls of your toes could just be the base of each toe. Yeah, <laughs> which, but... It's like, I guess, word. Sort of. It, it drives me insane. Sorry. Sidetrack. But um, I feel like it's giving you a nice, like, overall shape and, like, support Thank system. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like that. And she killed it. She was in her element. Yes. It was like, I have to say, I wish you every show. Well, not every show. Almost every show. Almost all the rehearsals. Thank and I was you. like, she's just like living her best life. You were really shy. Yeah, out there. it really did feel like being back in my element, which made me. It was a big realization for me that I need to do more things like that. I think yeah. your piece and this, I was like, okay, like I kind of am like understanding my niche more not that like i can't do other things and like challenge myself in other no, ways you're like a powerful dancer you but the things them. i feel like this is like when i feel like i'm in my element oh you felt that in my piece yeah like i think 
I love dancing in point shoes, and I haven't gotten to do much contemporary in point shoes. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was something I've, I've, like, kind of gotten to sometimes work on, but not really fully. And so I felt like it was very, like, it was a great experience to fully commit to it and, like, mm-hmm. get to do these things that, like... Because you were featured, too, so it wasn't like you were just, like, trying to get on your mark. You are like... Well, yeah, and I've just, like, never really done a contemporary point ballet, like, mm-hmm. but I've always, like, wanted to, and I've learned some. I feel like the way I kind of did my ballet isn't necessarily very common for what's trending right now mm-hmm. in ballet, because it was, it was a little bit more, like, I'm not trying to, like, say that I'm unique or whatever, but it's, like, it tracks along, (laughs) thank you, it tracks along the kind of foresight, the, like, you have to push yourself in it, Yeah. and it's not always what comes easiest, like, to me, there's flow within it, because I choreographed Mm -hmm. it, and I, like, we've talked about many times, I am not a girl who can live without flow, I need flow in my choreography, I need, I need it everywhere that I can get it, she needs it in her yoga, she needs it, my yoga, my pilates, my breath work, (laughs) um, (laughs) <laughs> anyway I need it in my choreography especially uh-huh. and like I know I remember there are a few parts that like it just wasn't necessarily like working yet mm-hmm. but like as you guys kind of like pushed yourselves and like yeah movement. yeah it's there's a lot of like in the past with what we've done with contemporary it's a little bit more like structural instead of like mm-hmm. kind of like going in between the on point and demi toe, like that yeah. little range. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what, what the piece that I did was also like you were juxtaposed uh, to, mom, you can correct me if I use that incorrectly, <laughs> juxtaposed to uh, the dancers in socks. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are portions where you guys are doing the same stuff, but you have to like make it work in point shoes. Yeah. But it was also very like. Which, like, weird, weird enough, like, I've I've gotten a lot more contemporary or contemporary. I've gotten a lot more comfortable in contemporary movement in socks and flat shoes, Mm -hmm. being where I am now as opposed to when I left college because I like was always in my point shoes. But in your piece, having point shoes on and doing those movements was almost like a security. It's almost like a security blanket Mm -hmm. for me, where like I I felt better like in the point shoes. And I don't know, yeah, I think it's just because I, I got so comfortable in point shoes and I, because I was in a school where we're taking class on point every single day, like, if you were putting your flat shoes on for center, like, something, you were injured, like, you wouldn't do it ever unless. No, I see what you mean. So I think because of that and because of the experience I was having with the wheels in ballets and the balancing ballets mm-hmm. and the Forsyth work I did mm-hmm. and the Killian work I did. Like, Killian's flat, but it's a little bit more balletic than, like, super grounded, mm-hmm. I feel like. It all, like, meshed easier into your piece contemporary-wise than, like, I will take that just being super low. Yeah. I mean, some of the best choreographers yeah. in the age. But, thank yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I do, I have to say, this isn't not necessarily super related, but... If you are out there teaching contemporary, stop telling people to get more grounded. That term is so misunderstood. Tell them to drop it low. Okay. <laughs> Tell them to stick it out and drop it low. No, I think that I've, I've heard too many ballet dancers get that correction to be more grounded, and they don't know what to do with it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know how to, like, I feel like I've had a lot of modern, like, I've had more exposure to that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, contemporary kind of comes more naturally to me, and yeah. I teach it now, which I've learned from Washing. teaching mm-hmm. what I, like, when you do something, and then you're trying to get somebody to do something similar, you have to, like, go within, go within, find your flow, <laughs> go within, and kind of you have figure out, like, on it. <laughs> what's working for you, and try to translate that to whatever the learning style of the person is you're trying to yeah. help understand that. And just saying need to get more grounded does not work across the board. And it's like I think an insecurity for a lot of dancers, mm-hmm. ballet dancers, because we take ballet class and then we have a rehearsal with a contemporary person and they're like, everyone get grounded, get into the floor. Mm-hmm. And like it's never really explained. Like mm-hmm. that's your first um, experience like hearing it is in a situation like that. And then you're just told, like, you just need to be more grounded. And, like, our perfectionist little minds are like, okay, like, I'm, I'm just trying to be, but, like, we're grasping onto, like, the wrong thing. It's, it's definitely, like, almost more of a mental – it is 100% more of a mental journey than it is physical. But there are little physical cues, like, loosen your knees, which, I don't know, that sounds kind of odd, but, like, drop, loosen your knees, yeah. feel, like, feel, let your hips drop. That's kind of, like, a standard one. But I have a friend – Amy Novak, who would tell me, um, think of your pelvis as an elevator. It just goes up and down. It helps you mm-hmm. kind of like, you're not trying to go for alignment. You're just trying to feel like a unit moving up and down through like a, like a vertical kind of pathway. And then through that, you can also like learn to relax the ankles, relax the hips, relax the knees. And that takes like some yeah. explanation from like an in-person kind of situation. I feel like something you said to me, I think it was you, like drop your pelvis into the floor lower like Mm -hmm. just like thinking about my pelvis instead of just like being heavy yeah I think grounded I interpret it as like be like heavier with your body or something it's not it's not something that's like self-explanatory there's also a lot of core engagement that comes with contemporary that I think is not necessarily like like, a lot of ballet dancers, when they transition to... Or not transition, but when they start to do more contemporary work... Yeah. They just tend to just kind of, like, throw their limbs. Mm-hmm. Just because that's, like... It's good. It's, like, it's going to help you kind of expand your range. But mm-hmm. there's, like, a... You still have to find your center. You still have to, like, understand what you're going to do. Yeah. With the space that you're given. I don't know. I feel like you you definitely have a very good understanding of contemporary. Like, Thank you. When, you, when Juliana dances contemporary, like, she looks like she's a contemporary <laughs> dancer. Like, she doesn't look like a ballet dancer. Not that, like, you have the lines, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of times, like, people can just look like ballet dancers that were put it's into the movement. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you really, like, embody, like, the full circle of contemporary. Thank you. I think it, for me, I'm a very visual learner, and I'm on Instagram all the time. <laughs> yeah, and you're and seeing like, those. That helps she reposts contemporary stuff all the time. Yeah, it's definitely, like, the most exciting to me right now. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think that if you're out there as a teacher, just please learn to explain grounded in a way to your students and your dancers that isn't just like feel the floor, get grounded. Like there's yeah. so much more to it. And maybe that means like you should, you more, need to like more. Yeah. Push it, push it. Push it. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe refrain from words like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just go a little, it's a little bit more in depth and it's a little bit more challenging of a transition into a different genre than most people mm-hmm. kind of realize. Anyway. Yeah. The performance mm-hmm. on that note, I did a contemporary piece. In the show, and it was a really nice way to like kind of 
close out my time with this company because mm-hmm. both Rachel and I have decided to move on. Um, yeah. We're going to, well, we'll keep you updated when things are more official, mm-hmm. but I have to say it was very like cathartic to finish on this note. I feel like we both got like good pieces to finish on. Yeah. I did a piece by Chanel De Silva and it was about like love and being supported by your friends. Mm-hmm. It was just like a good feel good piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was just like good fun to dance. I was like pretty, not terribly featured, but it was, I was one of four mm-hmm. kind of like friend dancers yeah. who were friends. And then there was two leads, one of which danced best for the most part. And the other one was a male identifying dancer who came into a pod and then left. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice to like do a dance that's about celebrating like your community. Yeah. Because that's all I was. It's like, I love you. Before we went on, I was like, I love you guys so much. Like, it was, it was a good, feel-good moment. Aww. And the shows went well. I felt grounded. <laughs> I felt like, I felt I had a you moment. You were just able to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because I've had, like, a bit of a rough past couple of months just with um, my own casting and what I've been going through. But on stage, I had a moment where I was like, giving it really a hundred mm-hmm. and like I felt like really in my flow mm-hmm. and I was like wait wait this is what it's supposed to feel like because it doesn't always feel like that yeah for sure and I think that I tend to hold myself back because I'm thinking of what other people are going to think of me mm-hmm. while I'm dancing which I think is just like such a not a fun loop to get mm-hmm. stuck in but I had that moment where I really felt my flow if mm-hmm. you will and I felt like okay this is the feeling that I need to chase like this is what this is what I want to feel when I do new works at the next company that I go to. Yeah, that's a great so, realization. Yeah, and I've had that before. Like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I remember I did. Like I've had moments where I'm like, I'm in my zone. Mm-hmm. Like you go on stage, you kind of black out. You're very in the character, mm-hmm. and then you go off stage, and you're like, what just, what just happened? But I felt that like fully immersed kind mm-hmm. of like little spark of that. So I'm yeah, I'm good about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think finishing, like, finally having a minute to reflect because we finished yesterday and, like, we've had today off, I feel like a weight lifted off my Mm -hmm. shoulders a bit. And I don't, you know, know exactly, like, over time I'll, like, reflect more on exactly, like, what I'm feeling, like, lifted off Mm -hmm. and just being done. Because I'm going to take a break from dancing over the next few weeks to let my ankle calm down. And also, like, I just mentally need a break from it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to say this on here, and, like, I know some people will agree with it, and some people might not be feeling it, but, like, no shame in, like, literally taking weeks, months, whatever amount of time you need to take off, because the thought of going and standing at the bar right now (laughs) and holding the bar and starting plie is, like, ew. Like, I could not right now. I'm so burnt out of, like... Like, and I enjoyed my time on stage so much. And it was, like, very rejuvenating in a way. But at the same time, like, now that the season's over, I'm just like, I just need to cleanse from it for a minute. Mm-hmm. I want to do some hot yoga and Pilates and, like, still stay in shape. But just golf? give... Yeah, absolutely. My parents brought my golf clubs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my, my gosh, gosh she's are here. Great. I'm going to teach Juliana... <laughs> How to, how to, um, okay, let's do it next week. Balls. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's no shame in taking a little break from it and letting yourself breathe and enjoy the other things you enjoy because it's just been all, especially because of the ballet I was working on, 
I was like eat, sleep, dream. Like it was all I had. Do you know what time for? I woke up with Concerto Barocco like in my head in the middle oh, of the gosh. night one night. I wasn't even in it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's see what that just having on people. And I like knew the counts because I've like been around enough rehearsal to hear people go one, two, three, four, five, six, one. Or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what and it is. And the dun 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 yeah. dun dun left dun dun. And I will right, say left, there was an immense amount of pressure on the all the dancers in that ballet mm-hmm. because it was the first Balanchine ballet that these directors had at the company. Mm-hmm. So it has to be approved by the trust for them to get more. And it's not a beginner's, like... No, so the re- I heard the reason that they send that ballet is because it's one of the harder ones and, like, you can't hide anything. Like, it's all out there. And so they, they send it to, like, prove, like, you need to, like, do it well enough to get more ballets. And I didn't know this until, like, the week of the show. But I was like... Oh, that's why there's been, like, so much pressure on us to have, and, like, pressure on the casting. Like, people being put in and taken out and moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, when there's that much pressure on something, it's kind of, like, hard to just, like, ever chill. You always kind of feel it, like, breathing down the back of your neck. Mm -hmm. I remember that's how it was for us for even from that cracker. We had There was a lot of pressure in the core to be perfect. And there was a lot. It was very challenging simply because, like, Usually you have like one cast and a second cast or maybe a third cast. The way it worked out for each show was like it was a mixed matched moment every single show we went on. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of people who were looking for certain faces on stage or looking for certain marks. Like some people just like, let's just say their core work isn't necessarily like their priority or whatever. Like it it might just be like they tend to kind of live in their own world. They're one of those people where you have to get behind them. Mm-hmm. You get behind them and you match their timing, or you get in front of them and you, they, you make sure that they're you're leading. Mm-hmm. So, with the mixed match amount of people, every single show there was like this pressure, and everybody was so nervous about like hitting our lines and yeah. getting the timing right, and like it was just like it was a lot of stress, yeah. a lot of unnecessary stress. I will say if this wasn't like that felt more negative. This ended up feeling a little bit better because good. I that was like that sucked at that time. Yeah. It, it did help that the woman that came and set the ballet, Michelle Gifford, and I love when Balanchine repetitors do this. They all of the ones I've worked with do this after the rehearsal process, and I mean they're like, it's like tough. Like they're like hard on you most of the time. Mm-hmm. They go, okay, now I just want you to dance it, and I'm gonna, not going to give notes really. I give a few technical notes, and they don't harp on you. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, now you know what you need to do. It's yours. Do, like dance it mm-hmm. because that's like the whole vibe of like a Balanchine ballet like that's Dancing, the point yeah and that's why I like love it so much and it's funny because then like we got in trouble after one show because it wasn't tight enough and they're like we're doing notes after every show now like you like notes 30 like, minutes before the last show yeah like lost almost like your privilege of like not having notes which is like whatever like that's they they have the right to do that but it like gives you this like because you, we know, like, our te- technique, what we need to, like, do better, mm-hmm. you know? And after rehearsing ballet for that long, you you know. Like, you guys would know, as soon as you came off stage, you're like, I fucked up that part. Yeah. Like, shit, I fucked up that it's part. It's just such an easy ballet to make one tiny mistake. Because you da- you're dancing with somebody the whole time. There's no moment where you're like, well, you had that, no. Not even then, there's always you and somebody dancing at the exact same time. Yeah, and, like, you just, if you, if you lose count, 
Mm-hmm. You actually are, like, really fucked. Yeah. You have to keep counting certain sections. There's certain sections you don't, certain sections you do. Otherwise, you'll lose your timing. And, like, I fell once. Not in a show, but in a dress. You slipped? Yeah, I slipped on the stage. And then I, like, lost track of where I was for a minute. Mm-hmm. And, like, because I was just, like, shaken up, you know? Yeah. like. But it's also, like, you've been relying on a system. And now you're lost. You've lost count. Yeah, so you actually really found that. Yeah, the times I messed up were mostly, like... Something happened and it like threw me out for a sec. But yeah, enough about that. Um, but at the end, it was a great experience and like you, you finish feeling like you ran a fucking marathon. Yeah. And I'm in great shape now, so <laughs> I kind of want to keep that up. Um, I have to say, or uh, I something I noticed because there were um, just like I noticed people with. Like, you and Alex have a really great understanding, and Corinne, like, not that anybody doesn't, but, like, in particular, you have a really great understanding of balancing technique because you have a lot of experience in it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I noticed, in case you were I've, – I've always been kind of curious about this because over COVID, I did a lot of work with – they aren't a balancing company, Ballet Project OC, but they all come from a strong balancing training background, mm-hmm. and I do not. So I had to learn a lot from that experience and how to, like – make my angles kind of look like theirs. And I don't feel like I was particularly successful until towards kind of, like, the end of that. Yeah, it took a minute. Mm-hmm. And, like, Allie Helen, shout out to you for training me, like, all the time Yeah. Um, over COVID against my will some days. But mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, you are quicker with the head. Mm-hmm. So your head will get there be- almost, not before the arms, but it's one of the first things that's initiating. Huh. I so, never, like, noticed that. I noticed you and Alex would have that quality. And it wasn't like anybody was slow. Mm-hmm. It just was a more, A different way like, of, like, doing it. Was it was almost like the head went and the rest of the body followed. But it was, like, mm-hmm. a millisecond difference. Yeah. I only noticed in a few spots uh-huh. that I was like, okay, hey, there's something there's something to all of this. Yeah. But that was one of my takeaways. So if you're out there trying to figure <laughs> out balancing technique. Just move your head a little quicker. <laughs> yeah. Or spot or something. And let the elbows drape up in your suit and nose. Mm-hmm. Cross your arms. Take your shirt off. I was, like, so happy because I've been, like, yelled at for a while now about, like, my tendencies to, mm-hmm. like, revert back to that stylistic way of doing things mm-hmm. and I was like ha ha I can do it and no one can yell at me yeah. and I've been doing it in class and I've been like sinking back into my ways and I was like I'm not I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it this way now yeah, I think you're allowed to make choices like that in your technique yeah as long as I think that if you can the more versatile you can be and the more like the, at the end of the day it's you you're you're the one that's dancing like it's your body mm-hmm. it's also but like all of that is just learning new languages. Yeah, It's absolutely. just being able to speak new languages. That's all it is. There's yeah. no, like, one is better than the other. Some can be it's more all, useful in other situations. Yeah, and it's all, like, a personal taste and opinion, yeah. so. But, yeah. We're done with our season. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, your content is, we're going to have a lot of, different interesting content for you coming up in these next few weeks that's right um i had a moment how's your i'm curious how's your body feeling awful or like oh my god my body on sunday i was like i feel like i broke bones in like my lower legs (laughs) can we talk about i feel better now though how sorry i almost got you off talk about how we know we don't do cool downs during shows 
I feel like... Yeah, what's a cool down? <laughs> I, I literally, like... I think it's because you're just, like, you're on a high. Yeah, like, I know the 1978 show was so tough on my body. I probably, like... Should have tried to close I probably should have taken better care of myself. But it was, like, my... It was a big show for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people came into town. So I was, like, kind of bouncing back and forth, like, going to dinner, like, making sure yeah. people get to their locations, whatever, show up on time. Barely get to class before class, and then as soon as I'm done with the show, get the heck out of there because I'm going to a dinner before the restaurants close or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's something so sweet about that though that like makes me feel like a real performer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My body was not. Happy. When your body hurts so bad and like you strap on those uncomfortable shoes and put on your cute outfit and go take a photo with whoever. That is fun. That is and fun. you go out to dinner and you get a glass of wine and mm-hmm. then like you go home and you're just like. Oh, my God. Like, I have to do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I was telling my parents, like, although it's, like, so painful mm-hmm. in ways, and, like, that's just the way it is, I, I just, like, like it, too. Like, I almost, like, like the pain. Know, are we addicted to pain? When I feel sore in my abs, I feel like I... Oh, that's, like... That's a bad. I know. It's low-key addicting. <laughs> I hate to say it, and this is not, this is not to uh, continue to... Um, glorify normalize like, skinniness whatever but like I do feel so snatched I do and feel like, like I've that enough. you kind of most of the time you know is like good mm-hmm. like you're, it's benefiting you it's mm-hmm. not like you know pain. like you get like pain in your feet or yeah. something and you're like this is gonna be a stress factor yeah is this <laughs> is this a stress reaction is yeah this like a- the, the ab things like identified as like mm-hmm. I'm building muscle yeah yeah <laughs> So it's good. I feel like just today, I've been, because I keep thinking like other companies have longer seasons and like they've got to figure out a way to like carry on. They have more layoffs. We've had like one layoff. (laughs) Yeah, but also like there's something to like knowing that the end is in sight. You're just, like, trying to push through. Like, when you have an end date, Mm -hmm. you're kind of, like, holding it all in until the very end. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... I don't know. You're going to discover new injuries over the next few days. Hopefully not, no. But I do feel like I've had, like, already a bit of a release. Like, today I caught myself kind of slouching out of tiredness. Mm -hmm. And I realize I've just been doing that because I'm tired. But it's not just tired from the shows. It's tired from the whole season. Yeah. Like, you're carrying all of the baggage of what's happened. Even even when I was watching backstage, I was like, oh, my God, remember that happened to that one person? Remember when they were injured and now they're back? Or, like, mm-hmm. remember when they broke up with their boyfriend and now they're back? Like, all of these things that have, like... It's so true. Uh, kind of gradually made up this whole season, how much has happened. I was like, we're all holding a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, when we all let it go, it's going to be, like, a huge weight off of our shoulders. And that's one of the beautiful things about, like, having a season as opposed mm-hmm. to just working a job that, like, 24/7. never ends. And you take yeah. vacation time, but you don't have, like, that end and start date like you did in school. Mm-hmm. It's like the yearbook when you sign each other's yearbook and you're like, remember everything we've been through? Mm-hmm. That's, like, the last show when you're, you have the cast party taking photos or whatever. It's, like, we helped carry each other through this. And that's, like, one of the cool things about this industry, for me, like, we measure it in, like, seasons. season, yeah. And it's just, like, an easier way to, like, look back on life. Yeah. And measure your progress. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a really easy way to measure your progress. So I was thinking, I was like, yeah. have I improved? Have I done better or worse or whatever? And I was, well, I don't know what 
But I can confidently say that I feel far more confident in my contemporary work Mm -hmm. after this season. I feel like I've had a lot of opportunity to, like, really continue to expand, like, my choices as an artist Mm -hmm. and not just go for, like... Because I think when I came here, I had a bit of a different view. Like, there are certain values to each company, but here they definitely value individualism Mm -hmm. and, like what you bring to the table as an artist and how you can shape the choreography to your, mm-hmm. like, to your first cast's needs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not needs. A better word for that is, like, strengths. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of allowing myself to find my strengths instead of to, instead of comparing myself and, like, feeling more of, like, a soloist and some stuff. I've been, I've found a lot more freedom and appreciation for my work, especially in contemporary, I'd say. Yeah. So... That's, That's probably awesome. the biggest takeaway for me. And mm-hmm. then also the whole choreography thing feels like now I have enough material and like I've, I have more than one solid piece of work that I put on professional dancers. Now I feel like I can start to really like kickstart my yeah choreographic career, career and start applying to like initially like NCI yeah. or what's the other one in New York? I can't remember. And whatever. Uh, one of those. No, what is some stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Or I feel like I have enough names on my resume where I can like start yeah. to focus on that. I yeah, I do feel like I've seen in you like growth and it's like being more open minded and like independent in the way like you view your career. You know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be this like exact path like you're Mm -hmm. able to like take a little bit of this take a little bit of that and you don't need to like put such labels on things Mm -hmm. like I feel like I've seen that evolve in you Mm. and I think like in a way we've kind of been experiencing that together because I feel like that's something that I've not in the exact way it's happening for you but that's also something that I feel like I've learned this Mm -hmm. year specifically yeah I mean the biggest thing for you I feel like is your injury like, that just took so much to come back. And I feel like that's been, like, Way so many... more than I thought it was going to. But, I mean, it's your foot, you know? It's not, like, yeah. a finger. It's not a neck injury. Or it's not a... I mean, it, it could be other parts. You're using your whole body as a dancer yeah. all the time. But, like, as a ballerina, mm-hmm. that's one of your... That's your use, most useful tool. Really? <laughs> and I've those. always had really strong foot... Like, feet and footwork. Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt like that, like, was taken away from me. And I still don't – it's still not where I want it to be. But it's, like, improved tremendously. Um, But you've had so many, like, hard days. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, like, I feel like you have so much more experience in dealing with injuries now under your belt. But you also have, like, accomplished so much. Yeah. Thank you. I've been very extra about, like, hang on. Take a second. Yeah. Let's realize what you just did. Because she's seen me, like, break down and just be, like, in a lot of pain and really yeah. upset and trying to figure out how I'm going to make it through, like, <laughs> it's so easy. Day. It's so easy for us dancers to be impatient with our own work. Yeah. With injuries especially. Because, like, the tiniest little setback, we're, like, we're not constantly pushing towards progress. Oh, shit, it's all going to slip yeah, away. Yeah, and I will say, happen. like, I... I've had injuries before, but, like, not... I just cannot explain enough. Like, I thought I understood what it was like comparing this injury to, like, my stress fracture in my shin that I had. Like, But, like, 
having an injury that was like that invasive and relearning how to use a muscle group is like leaps and bounds harder than like just recovering from like not that another injury isn't as painful or difficult to deal with but like just retraining your entire body like it's so difficult (laughs) like yeah and I was like wishing I could be in the situation where I just had a stress fracture because when you just come back from that you don't have to have a muscle group wake up again like Mm -hmm. and wonder if it ever will function because it maybe is disconnected from your mind like you don't have to worry about those things yeah like it's like so deep (laughs) yeah Yeah. but it's been it's been uh like I feel like it's been I feel like you can kind of close this chapter off like your Mm -hmm. recovery because you still are in recovery you're still getting your strength back but to get on stage and do Do one of the hardest ballets after like you weren't wearing pointers at the beginning of the season yeah you were wearing them in a separate studio and you've Cut out half yeah. class. Like, you literally started in a really, really tough place. And last season, you finished in probably the most tough place. Yeah. So, I feel like it's a whole one yeah. year circle for you. That's so true. Thanks for that perspective. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so easy to lose sight of it. And, like, I would just say be patient with yourself if you are injured because a year in your career, too, like, when I think about it, one season, yes, you can make a ton of progress. But also, it's just one season. Like, there's a lot of times where I, like, was so upset, so freaked out about, like, not being able to do something. Or, like, I felt like it was going to make or break everything. And, like, it just wasn't looking back on it, you know? I also have to say that I feel like we both feel optimistic about our future. Yeah. And that's not how our season ended last season. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Not at all. (laughs) We were, like, really, like... I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, I remember, like, I low-key was, like, kind of depressed. Like, I was just, like, I I don't know. I was, like, super, super low in confidence. Yeah, you had all those problems with your back. Yeah, my back injury was way worse than I thought it was. Yeah. It turned out it was a herniated disc. It's still, it's kind of been flaring up lately, but I think that's just because I'm tired. I mean, also, like... It made like you made it through the entire season without needing to like take time off for it. Do you know what's crazy though? Huh. Is when it healed was when I like got my mental health in check. Yeah, Juliana like really understands the back well now <laughs> because like I've had back problems this year and she like always knows what to tell me, like how to do what yeah. to do. Well, I know what it is. It's just your nerve gets a little bit pinched. It happens for ballet dancers all the time. And then we get little spasms because, like, the discs are getting a little bit damaged or something. Yeah. But um, I – last season ended in such a tough place. Like, sitting down, the act of sitting and standing and laying, all of the things, like, that normal humans need to do were the most painful. It's like, when I was warm – That's the worst like, place to be. <laughs> I know. I know. It was terrible. It was terrible. There, remember there was one point I was, like – I had my feet planted on the floor. Like, I was going to do crunches or something. Uh, yeah. And I was on the way I was rolling back. I had to stop myself. My whole body like froze for a second. And I almost started, I, I'm not a crier, Mm -hmm. but I like shed a single tear in this moment because of how painful it was. It was like an 11 on a scale. And I was like, holy shit, something's wrong. I like am cringing thinking about it. It's terrible, but it took the whole summer and it took me like starting my version of therapy with my yogi Mm -hmm. to really like. Because there's so much of it. And, and I think for me, a lot of it is all about, like, sensations and emotions and bottling up stress. 
And that could be the case for a lot of other people, but it also might be that, like, you need a rod in your leg. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it might, this is not true for all injuries, but for me, it took me, like, going inward finding my blow. <laughs> um, actually, though, it took me, like, doing the hard mental work and confronting, like, the changes you needed to make. Yeah, like, yeah. major insecurities about myself and, wow. like, unlearning and training my brain to, like, rewiring my brain, yeah. really. And, like, and not like it wasn't there before, but you get lost so easily with subjective yeah. performance art. <laughs> yeah. So, but it got better in the last month, like, fully better, fully healed. Like, no pain in the last month before I came here. Yeah. Came back for the next season. Which Isn't is it crazy. so crazy, though, to think, too, like, when you're at your highs in life and, like, you, like, look back and you're, like, I felt, like, so hopeless. Like, there's no, like, I didn't know what I was doing or, like, what was going to happen or how I was going to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, at the lowest point I could sit or stand or whatever. And you're, like, and now I'm doing, like, this crazy thing or, like, I'm just, like, in such a better place. Like, yeah. I'm always, like, I just, I need to remind myself of that. And my woke well, points, like, you will get through it. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I think it was, like, not being able to shower, like, get into the shower myself. Like, I had to yeah. sit for a long time in the shower on, like, this stool. Because oh, you couldn't stand for too long? Like, I could because I couldn't stand, yeah, on my, my foot. And I had to, like, hold it out of the shower in, like, a bag. <laughs> like, it was, like, this, like, crazy I couldn't eat at a restaurant because I couldn't sit with my legs oh on my the gosh. floor. Oh my gosh, remember you texted me that? You're like, I'm nervous to go to this dinner because <laughs> it's going to start throbbing and it's going to hurt too bad. Zach had to come pick me up for my brother's birthday dinner because I was like sick to my stomach about to throw up because all the blood was rushing to it and it was like throbbing. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You know, so you can come back from anything. Yeah. All right, on that note, four for nothing. Four for nothing. So, four for nothing. So, you know we both love reality TV. Mm-hmm. And one of the best parts about reality TV shows on Bravo, in particular, is the reunions. Yes. If there was a reunion oh my God. for this season, oh my God. <laughs> what questions would you ask? Not specific to anybody, but like just to like start shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the initial one that came to mind was like a casting question, just being mm-hmm. like, do you think you should have been casted in this? <gasps> oh my God. Way to this tear him down. Damn, that was you like, know, like, because yeah. that's what Andy Cohen would ask. He would. Andy Cohen has no limits. Remember there was one time Do you on, think this person should have chosen over you? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. That he would be... ask that, though. Um, He would. Remember on The Real House of Salt Lake City? He asked something about somebody's husband and her being, like, intimate or something like that. He's like, were you ever intimate with your husband on the show? I was like, do we have no limits in society? Yeah, there are no limits. That for was like that man. four steps too far. And this lady answered. <sighs> I was like, I was shook if. I was shook if. Um I mean, we all know there's no rules for Vanderpump. Yeah, Vanderpump, for sure. <laughs> with Scandal this season. Everyone oh is off their leashes. <laughs> for sure. I'm trying to think of what I would ask. 
maybe something about like, like, how did you really feel about that choreography or something like that? Yeah, like that's how a good did you? One. That's a good one. Now that you're done with it, like, how did you mm-hmm. really feel about that one move that you had to do or something like that? Yeah. Of course, I'm, I would go through, like, the positive memories, but, like, if I wanted to, like, start shit, start fights. I'm trying to, like, remember the beginning of the season, because I, like... <laughs> beginning of the season, the way I remember it was, was so, like... so, like, chill. It was super chill. It was very calm and collected. I have another four for nothing question, okay. actually. What's your favorite card game? Because it's summer, and I want to play card games outside. I also realized I'm a huge game girl. You're a ge- Not video game... Board games. No, like board games, card games. I loved charades last night. I could play games. I love charades. Yeah, I also love games. Um, Pictionary. (laughs) You ever played the Pictionary where you pass around? Shout out to Tara. Here's your shout out. Congratulations. The Pictionary. We already shouted her in a word. Yeah, but this is an official shout out. This is a a very specific shout out to Tara. She would always have us play whenever we came over. We had like a game game night last season. Um, Pictionary where you have a little booklet and you draw draw something and then you pass it along to the next person and that person has to guess what that is. Oh yeah, that's right. Telestrations after dark. Telestrations, telestrations. Telestrations after dark. (laughs) To be exact. That one. That one's really fun. That's really fun. Um, Card game or like just my favorite game game. I I I love um, that game like the salad bowl charades or whatever mm-hmm. no we played yeah that was really fun. i like games that you're like active mm-hmm. for and i'm gonna be honest like i do love a little blackjack at the casino oh, of course <laughs> you do that fits in your personality you are i'm so excited for you to be like a middle-aged person with your golfing days, like maybe I'll thrive in my at middle the casino, years. Your boating outings, uh, like you're gonna have such a bougie ass, luxurious middle aged person life. Yeah, I I am excited for like those middle aged years, you know, where you're doing well, <laughs> hopefully financially, and you can just kind of like go out Post. with the couples. Yeah, go out with the couples, <laughs> and like the kids are with the babysitter. <laughs> And you go out and have your... Well, middle age. Your kids are, like, grown at this point. Right? Well, it depends on when you have kids, I guess. I guess, yeah. Who knows? Um, Yeah, I just want to be fun for... Like, I just want to stay fun. I don't want to be one of those people that loses their luster for life. I can imagine that when you're, like, old, old, you you move into, like, a retirement community that lives, like, on a golf course. And all you do, you take your little golf cart (laughs) in in the morning... And it's, like, got some, like, nice paint color job that you really are obsessed yeah. with. You have your matching set of clubs and your outfits. And, and you call like, up your girlfriends. And you go. a cappuccino. <laughs> cappuccino. No, you don't have a cappuccino. You get to, you pre-order it. You say, Rachel, whatever, Mrs. Schultz will be arriving. Or what's Zach's last name? Thames. Mrs. Thames will be arriving in five minutes. <laughs> I would like her cappuccino ready on a silver platter. And as soon as you walk extra in, it'll dry. Be, you know how I like Bone it. dry. <laughs> yeah, extra dry. But then on the side will be the glass of champagne. Yeah. And then you'll be escorted onto the court, onto the, for your tea time. Yeah. You go out, do your thing, come back, have your fancy dinner. And I'm like, where's deck. my dirty martini? Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> like, Mrs. Thames. My is white fish. Get it right. <laughs> my dirty martini. Oh my God. My Bloody Mary. I, I already just, have I, the taste of an old person. Yeah, I just so clearly see your your middle-aged life for you. Yeah. And I'm very excited for you. Yeah, that sounds good. Anyway, 
like I said, we're very optimistic about the future right now. Yeah, <laughs> look at us. We're already looking forward into our uh, retirement days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's that's it. Um, it's May 1st. It's the start of our summer, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, we'll be getting back to you on a pretty regular basis, I think. But, yeah, stay yeah. tuned. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye. Bye.